welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
My name's Ify Thomas and I'm a mindset and confidence coach. I'm an author and platform speaker. My company's called Mind Workout and we've got three parts of the business. We've got Mind Workout IT, we've got Mind Workout products and services, and then we have Mind Workout Media. And I pinned my link at the top of the room because what we do, oh, I've got a hot mic. What we do at Mind Workout Media is that we help entrepreneurs share their message with the world and we write it we produce it and we create your signature brand story now today we're talking about mastering your your money so how do we do that so what i'd like to do today during this time with you is i've got the abcs of mastering your mind mastering your money and i would love to start with um the a which is attitude i don't know if you've ever heard that there's this saying that says if you took all the money away from all the richest people in the world and shared it amongst everyone Three years later, the money would be back in the rich people's hands. Why is this? Well, I think it's because they know how to make money. They know the rules of making money. So one of the things that I wanted to understand very at the very beginning of my mindset money growth, um, I suppose my mindset money growth movement, let's call it, because as I've developed and grown, I've wanted to understand more about, you know, why are some people more successful than others? Why do some people seem to have everything and others don't have anything? Well, there's this incredible study done um, Andrew Carnegie, who is a Scottish man, he, in the 19th century, he was the richest man on the planet. And um, the thing that I read about him is that during the last 18 years of his life, he gave away 90% of his fortune. So in today's money, that would be about $225 billion. And he donated it to charities and foundations and universities. So he's super wealthy. And if you want to try and imagine how wealthy, imagine... Bill Gates and Warren Buffett's money pushed together. At that time, he was just super wealthy. But he wanted to understand what are the secrets to success. So he asked Napoleon Hill to go and interview 500 of the most successful men and women in that time and find out what was it that made them successful? What were the characteristics that these people had? So anyway, um, Napoleon Hill went and interviewed all these successful people, came back and said to Andrew Carnegie, right, I've got a list the 66 things that I've discovered. And Andrew Carnegie was like, no, go back and just give me the top three. So Napoleon Hill came back, spoke to Andrew Carnegie and said, right, these are the top three things. These are the top characteristics that these people develop, uh, that they have in them. So the first one was skills and knowledge, which is obvious, you know, you need to have skills, you need to have knowledge, it makes sense. But skills and knowledge only attributed to 15%. So seven and a half percent of the reason why people are successful is because of the knowledge, seven and a half percent is because of the skills, but 85% was because of the attitude, the attitude of the individual. When I found this out, it, it made me quite excited because I realized that actually my attitude would largely depend on my success more than you know what I knew. And um, obviously having skills and knowledge is important, but if you don't have the right attitude, then and the attitude around money as well. So that's what I'm gonna be talking about today. Um, one of the people that I talk about a lot is Brian Tracy because um, I'm trained by him and he talks about this idea that we all have individual potential that is unique to each of us but the, the individual um, the individual potential has to be developed and he has this three-part equation that he suggests determines our success in life the first part is IA 
and this stands for your inborn attributes. So these are the things that you're born with. These are the things that come naturally to you. So we all have inborn attributes. You know, you meet somebody who just happens to be, you know, very good at singing because they've got a natural tendency or that, you know, they're very good. They're very fast runner or very good at aiming or, you know, we have these inborn attributes that we all have. So that's IA. And he said, next, it's your AA, which is the acquired attributes. So these are the skills. These are the knowledge. These are the things that you acquire through time. These are the things that you learn. They're your acquired attributes. But then lastly, you have A, which is what we're talking about now. It's your attitude, your approach to each situation in life and how you deal with challenges, how you deal with setbacks, the way that you go through life, the thoughts that you have, the way you respond to things. And he suggests that combining your inborn attributes, so the things you were um, born with, and your acquired attributes, the things that you learn. And if you times that by your attitude, that gives you your overall individual human potential. And the reason I share this with you is because I meet so many incredible, brilliant, talented people who've gone through school, gone through life, believing that they are not skilled, believing they're not intelligent. And once you get your mind right, once you get your attitude right, once you start thinking in a way that successful people think, you actually can supercharge, super boost your life up. And because the thing is, we have no say over the things that we're born with. However, you can increase your skills and knowledge. But the one thing that we can do immediately is change our attitude, our, our attitude towards everything. And we're talking about money. And I just want to share one of the most important times in my life, it was 2014, I went to California and we were going, we were in San Diego and we were in a room full of very successful individuals and um, I went up to one of the gentlemen, his, name's, his name was Rav, uh, Randy Bevins and he had like a plane and all this stuff and I just went up to him and said, excuse me, Randy, I just wanted to know, you know, what one bit of advice would you give me so that I can be successful? What, what advice would you give me? And he says, it's not what you earn, it's what you keep. And I said, what do you mean? He says, it's not about the money that you earn, it's about what you keep from the money that you earn. And when he said it, it just seemed very simple. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense. But then in my mind, I thought, well, no, I'll just keep earning lots of money and I'll be okay. So it took me maybe another three or four years to really understand the concept of it is not what you earn, it is what you keep. So it, let me put that in a, so imagine someone earns $100,000 a year and they spend $100,000 plus a little bit more, or somebody earns $20,000 a year and they spend $15,000 and saves five then they've got more money. And I, I think for me, it was a real mindset shift to stop spending. There's a, there's a law called um, the Parkinson's law, which was a law that was created to talk about time, saying that the more time you have, the more you fill that time, you void that time with more stuff. And I think it also applies to money. What, what I noticed in myself and people around me is that the more money I earned, the more money I spent and some. So in, instead, my level of my life level of experiences increased as I started to earn more and more money. And, it, and I kept hearing Randy Bevin's voice saying, it's not what you earn, it's what you keep. It's not what you earn, it's not what you keep. So I was having a conversation yesterday um, with one of the ladies that works for us. And she was saying, she was saying you know, I'm, I'm going to tell myself that I am poor. And I said, what do you mean? Because I'm going to start saying I am poor. Because when I didn't earn as much money as I earn now, I was able to live on that money. But 
now I earn more money, I don't want to spend it all. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Look, let's look at the, your attitude around money. Let's look at your language towards money. Because if you walk around saying, I am poor, I am broke, and you think that's going to help you save money, then you're thinking about it in the wrong way. I said, I want you to think about it in this way. And this way is the way that I learned. Is if you start off by actually saying to yourself, every time money comes into my account, any time money enters my account, I take off 10% of what comes in. So say you generate $1,000 and you say to yourself, I'm going to take, take $100 and I'm going to put it away and I'm not going to look at it. And it's going to, you can even set it up as a direct debit so it just comes out of your account. As soon as the money comes in, it comes out. And then you live on the other 90%. So this was the information that I learned from uh, 21 Ways to Become a Self-Made Millionaire from Brian Tracy. And, but what I found really difficult is I moved my life to support the money that I was earning, which meant that it was really difficult to take 10% off because that meant it would mean that I would be short. So I started off just taking 1%. So I started off just every time money came into my account, I just took 1% off. So if, you know, if you earn, if you get £100, $100, you just take $1 off straight away. Before you pay your bills, before you pay your taxes, before you pay anybody, you pay yourself first. You take off the top money for you and you put that somewhere safe. And I was speaking to her and I said to her, and if you can't do 10%, start with 1%. Just take 1% off, you get $1,000 in. You know, literally just take one, you know, just take 10 pounds from that $1,000 and put it somewhere and then live on the other $990. And what happens is there's a mindset shift because you start living on what you have left. But what people tend to do is say, I'm gonna pay my bills, pay my taxes, pay everything, and then whatever is left is for me. But I think that is backwards way of thinking. What you do is you take the money off the top of what comes in that's yours you put it away you don't touch it you don't look at it you pretend it doesn't exist and then you focus and rearrange your whole life based on that money that's there because parkinson's law really if you look at it it's saying that as you as your income rises um your outgoings rise so you get more money you buy a bigger house you buy more expensive cars and you start going on bigger holidays and you just start spending 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 which means that randy bevins when he said it's what you it's not what you earn it's what you keep it kept coming back to me because i recognized as i started to generate more and more wealth i just started spending more of it i just started living a better lifestyle and it wasn't until i realized i i have to make i have to change the way that i'm thinking about money so i got into the habit and it happened um back in i think 2020 well in 2012, when I um, sat my business, the Network of Chartered Accountants, um, it's a corporate finance business, what I found is that I had my staff there and every single month I would just about be able to pay them and it would give me anxiety, it would make me stressed out and I remember this one particular client that I had. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. He never paid on time, but the way I'd work the business out is that their money, when it came in, it paid for my staff. So if they didn't pay on time, it created massive stress and anxiety in me. And I started to really resent them. But I didn't want to just ring them and start shouting at them and saying, give me my money, which is 
basically what I wanted to do because that's not professional, is it? And also it it shows that you don't have any money in your bank and it, you know, you you know, it, it positions me in not the best light. But I remember every month it happened and I made a decision that I'm never gonna be in a position where somebody else not paying me can send me into this like whirlwind of madness you know, where my anxiety went up, my emotions went up, you know, I felt like crying. I had to have difficult conversations with the staff. I said, I'm never gonna do that. So I created this thing called the Financial Freedom Pot. And the Financial Freedom Pot um, co connects to what I was saying before. Whenever money comes in, I always pay myself first. I always put that money there. Knowing that money's there gives me this um, sense of security, increases my self-esteem, makes me feel safe that if someone doesn't pay me, I'm not gonna, turn into a monster what I'm going to be able to do is say well I've got reserves and I think that was a massive mindset shift for me but the reason why I did it is because I didn't want to have those crazy conversations with my clients so when they didn't pay the next time I was like no worries and then I just changed my terms and conditions and just said you know if the payment isn't made it's a 12 and a half percent increase in what you have to pay and they still paid late but they paid the 12 and a half percent so it was a real shift around the mindset and I think what the biggest lesson that I learned when it comes to managing money and organizing money is pay myself first don't try to pay everyone else and then give myself the little crumbs at the end pay myself first, put it away, don't look at it, live on the 90%. And then what's happened over time, I've managed to be able to do it to 25%. And that's taken maybe eight years, eight years to get to the point where I just keep increasing. So my advice is for anyone who's listening right now is start by just taking 1%. Every time take 1% off and put it in an account that you do not have access to, you know, because I, I can go a little bit deeper into the story. I did do that for a while. And then I remember when I was short, I would log in and get the money out. So then I deleted my passwords so that I couldn't just go in. You have to put these barriers in place to help support you to be financially free. And I think the best thing that has come as a result of this is it means that knowing that there is money in an account that gives me the confidence, the stability to know that if anything ever goes wrong, I always have a backup. And that actually changes the way that you can do business with people because then it's not coming from a place of desperation. It, it's coming from a place of abundance. And, and one of the things that I'd say is when I use the word abundance, I remember I was sitting in church and the pastor says, I want you all to say prosperity. So everyone stood up and said prosperity. If anyone's here now and can open their mics, you can say prosperity. When you say prosperity, you can't help but smile. Does anyone want to try saying prosperity? Yes. And what happens when you say it, your face smiles. But now I want you to open your mic and say poverty. No way, Jose. Exactly. I'm not saying poverty. When you say poverty, it's a negative. Your face goes down. And I think the important thing is, is that when you're thinking about prosperity, abundance and wealth, this is the one thing that I feel has helped me massively. It's about the energy that you have when you're paying for things. It's the energy that you have when you're connecting to money. So I'll give you an example. I don't know if I'm going to get to the B's, C's and D's. I can certainly try, but I would love to open it up. So just to recap, I've been talking about attitude, your attitude towards money. So even if you think to yourself right now, it's not what I earn, it's what I keep. It's what I keep that is going to give me the confidence, the support, not what I earn. Because you can keep earning more and more and more and more and more, and more money. And if you just keep spending it plus some, then there's this theory like homeostasis. 
meaning that you always live to the level of what you're at. And if ever you bring in more money than you expected, you, you, you engage in activities that make you spend it because it's a mindset. You're like, this is what I know that I earn. And if anyone here has ever had more money coming um, than you expected, you start engaging in activities to spend it. And then in the same flip side, if you actually end up with less money, and a client doesn't pay or something doesn't happen, you then in engage in scrambling um, where you start looking for ways to bring that money back up because we have like a homeostasis. We have a level of where we know we need to be. You know in your houses, if you have a thermostat and you have it set at a certain temperature, if the temperature drops, the thermostat goes up. If, it, if it's hot outside, it goes back down. That's kind of the way that I see a lot of people work around money and true myself, it was always like, I've got a level of the money that I earn. If I earn more, I'll spend, spend it because it doesn't feel right being in my account. If I earn less, I'll scramble and try and earn it to get it up there. But the way that you shift that mindset is by paying yourself first, creating a financial freedom pot. In fact, I can't say it on this app, but I called it an F you pot to begin with meaning that every time somebody and a client didn't pay me i just said f you meaning i'm not going to chase you i'm not going to look desperate around you and you're not going to affect my mental health because you're not paying me on time and the thing is is that the, the people that i recognize and if i think back to when I was a child. I remember I went to dance college and um, I don't come from a wealthy family, you know, I, I went to dance college, I got a scholarship and there was one girl there called Leah Sheldrick and um, her parents were very, very wealthy. And I remember I had 20 pound, 20 pound, which would last me for four days worth of food at college. So I had five pound a day for those four days. And on the Tuesday, she forgot her money and she said to me, oh, Ify, can you lend me a tenner, 10 pound? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I lent her it because I knew I had it and I knew that she was very wealthy so she'd give me it back. It got to the Thursday and I said to her, can I have my £10 back? She was oh, I forgot. And she had like bags of shopping from like H&M and these clothes shops. And I was like, said to the other girl, I don't know why she'd forgotten that she, she owes me that money. And then I realised the reason why she'd forgotten that she'd owed me that money is because she, money c comes easy to her. Money is something that's easy for her and she didn't see the, the value or the stress of the money because it was just easy to her. And I realised then people who've got lots of money sometimes forget that other people don't have it. So one of the things that I've learned is with my staff, with my clients, I always pay them straight away because I don't feel like when you've done a really good job that you should have to wait. And the point of what I was trying to say is it's the attitude around money. So you, if you've got attitude around money that you, you love paying people, I love it when I get to pay somebody. In fact, me and Terence, when we first put our son into um, independent school, fee-paying school, we, the first time we made the payment, we did a dance. We were like, yay, we got to pay the school. We got to pay them. Whenever I get to pay somebody, it excites me because I'm excited about getting to pay it. And I'll just wrap my story up before I pass it over. When I was in church, the, the pastor said, after his prosperity and poverty, he said, if, you're, if we're gonna hand around the basket, he said, don't just throw money in like you have to pay it, like, ugh. He goes, I don't want that negative energy around the money. He goes, only give if you really want to. He goes, that kind of energy is the kind of energy that we want in the baskets, the energy that we want in the church. And it stuck with me. So whenever I pay a bill, whenever I pay somebody, I pay it with a huge, I get to pay them. And I think that, 
can change everything around the language that you use for money. And I would love to talk more about this, but I see that it is um, 26 minutes past the hour. And I'd love to open up the floor to anyone who'd love to jump in, tell me about your attitude around money, anything that I've said that you want to go a little bit deeper in, I would love to hear that from you. So I'm going to yield my mic and look for some flashes. Effie. Hello, Don and Dr. Dunny. Okay, let's go over to Don and then Dr. Dunny. Effie, I have three words. I'm on my treadmill because I was I, I looked at my scale and it gave me uh, I got excited about exercising. That's what I'm telling myself anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I got three words for you. Um, you have content, which is very powerful. Um, you have power when you deliver it, and you have with you have um, um, people absolutely believe you when you speak. Thank you very much for sharing about attitudes towards money. It's not enough just to, it's not just enough to tell us about it, but doggone it, you make us believe it. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It, it really is it's so important when you when you understand how money can work for you. And it is a mindset thing. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Don. Uh, I'd love to come over to Dr. Dunny because I saw you flashing as well. Over to you. Good morning. Good morning, Ify, and good morning, everyone else in the room. I absolutely love what you shared about the excitement when you're paying people. I mean, when you were sharing that, I was just like, yes, the way we look at money sometimes affects us. And sometimes, of course, is as a result of what we have experienced, what we saw our parents go through. And don't like, get me started on all this money does not grow on trees because, yes, it does grow on trees. It's easy to find. You can get it. It is a spiritual tool. It's not something that is going to make you bad. And so the fact that you can look at your bills and not be downtrodden, but say, I had the, the credit card bills, for example, the fact that you had enough reason for someone to say, we can loan you money to use temporarily because we trust that you will pay, that is enough for you to be grateful for. And so as you're paying those bills, as you are giving out money, remember to thank your money speak to your money, speak to your credit cards, speak to your debit cards, say thank you for being there. Thank you for helping me to acquire this food I have eaten now because God that has given you the ability, he knows that he's giving you this tool you can use to transform your life and the life of those around you and also transform the lives of those who you do not even know. So the attitude is the key. Being able to be thankful, being able to be grateful, being able to understand that money is a tool for your spiritual and your physical growth. This is Dr. Duny and I'm done speaking for now. Hey. Oh, thank you so much. We are so in alignment there. We are. I heard someone jump. Did someone else want to hey. jump in there? Yes. Yes, Ify. This is Camille from Toronto, Canada. Hey, Camille, go for it. Hey, I just wanted to say loud and proud, and if everyone else can also say, I am a money magnet. I am, I am a money magnet. I am a money magnet. I am a money magnet. Camille, I love That's that. That's right. I absolutely and I'm, love that. Yeah, and I'm saying that because you made a, I say that every single morning and you re-reminded us all 
about the importance of paying ourselves first, realizing that we are our biggest investments. We do not work just to pay the bills and to pay this and to pay that, but we also build on ourselves so that we can live the life that we desire, so that we could give back and pay it forward, so that we can build generational wealth. And the only way that we can do that is if we continue to pay ourselves forward and remind ourselves that we are money magnets. We draw money towards us. We draw what we desire and we also pay it forward so that we could continue to be blessed with the income and all the investments that we desire. So I love that everybody said that I am a money magnet because we set our intention for today by saying it loud and proud. And thank you, Effie, for starting off this wonderful, terrific, powerful Woman Thursday with that great reminder. This is Camille coming to you live from Toronto, Canada. You got this, we got this. Now let's go and get that money. Yeah, I love that, Camille. Thank you so much. And it is. I'm a money magnet. And one thing I say as well is money comes easily and frequently to me. Money comes easily and frequently to me. The universe is conspiring for me to succeed. I think it's all about those the language that you use, the affirmations. And just before I hand it over to Stephen McCall, which I see there, I'd love to just say one thing I want to leave you all with. Look at the language that you use when you speak. So things like I am broke. Never let that come out of your mouth ever again. Instead, you can say, I'm going through a cash flow objective at the moment. Change the language that you use out loud. When I hear someone say, I can't afford it, I think, don't say that. Just say, it's not something that I'm able to invest in at the moment. Change your language. Start speaking to yourself. Like Camille said, you know, I'm a money magnet. Money comes easily and frequently to me. The way that you speak around language is going to determine how much money actually comes to you because money is energy and it flows to you. And the, the thing that you can do today is the next time you pay somebody, pay it with a smile. Like Dr. Dunny said, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I get to pay these school fees. I'm so glad that there's money in the bank to pay it. And the thing is, my child has been going to, we've been paying for private education now for nearly four years. It's, it's just a thing. It's a thing that we do. It's about doing that for you. So whatever your goals are, whatever it is that you want, take the time to really catch the words that come out of your mouth around money. Don't say something that you don't want to be true. So no longer say, I am broke. Say, I'm going through a cash flow objective. I'm not able to invest in that at the moment. You know, money comes easily and frequently. I'm a money magnet. I love that. And with that. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.